When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask. No Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Slicing into the cake of bitterness on my birthday, it's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. Before we get into any of that, somebody sent us this picture from the Sacramento Kings game. There's one uh, big old dude wearing a uh, a Kings jersey. It looks like a Kings jersey anyway. Uh, nothing underneath it, by the way, a tank top jersey, which means he's bearing his armpits in public, which I believe should be against the law. But one big old dude, um, he's wearing number 19, and the name on it is Build the Wall. Mm. And next to him is a dude in a black Sacramento Kings jersey. It says Trump won. Wow. And evidently they're catching hell on social media, Jack, and others are coming out to support them. I uh, Maybe it's because I have a radio show. I'm going to a sports game. I don't want to make any political points. Those dudes have a, uh, a habit of custom making various jerseys tied to the news of the week and wearing them at Kings games. They, oh, they, uh, that's a thing? They I didn't also, know. So, the, you guys, uh, you probably didn't see this, but uh, the TMZ, one of these rappers that they made up, Takashi 69 I don't think he's actually put out any music, but he's, he's now arrested uh, for you know, coerced, coercing with some gangs, something, something. Anyways, so one of his, he, the, the name on the back of the jersey was Free Takashi, and the number was 6ix9ine. His friend next to him had the free Savage 21, who was 21 Savage, was the the rapper who got deported by ICE the morning of the oh, Super yeah. Bowl. He's a Brit. We can't have right. Brits running around right. in this country. Yeah, so so these guys seem to just have some fun with the custom make-a-name jersey things and enjoy the reactions. Do they have a printing shop or unlimited money? Well, they, they're always sitting courtside, so. Kind of a, yeah, well, yeah, there's a there's a clue. That's an odd thing to do. Anyway, good luck with that. If you if hating them online makes you happy, go ahead. Enjoy yourself. Who am I to criticize? I have a cold, so I don't feel very good. I've never done the podcast with a cold. We'll see how this goes. Um, I know. Uh, first. Breakthrough. I know, since I've got young children at my home, seven-year-old and an eight-year-old, when we have birthdays, anybody in the the family, it's a big deal. We have a cake. They're singing. It's a fest. It's very festive. The kids love it. Once the kids are out of the house, I got to think your birthday, in terms of the amount of festivity, it's just pretty much up to who's having the birthday. Yeah. uh, Judy is, uh, well, she's a sweetheart, so she wants to make sure that it is celebrated to whatever extent I want to celebrate it. If you get up at 4 a.m., and you have your birthday on a Monday, as I said at the end of the show, it's worse than a regular day. It's an anti-birthday. It's a reminder that you can't do anything, won't do anything. You know, you got one foot in a grave. Life, <laughs> oh, life's, wow. a, life's a joke wow. anyway. I mean, it's, I, I, I wow. just, what's the point? Wow. I don't know. Cry wow. for help in the podcast. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Label this podcast to cry for help. Joe's cry for help. Another reminder of the relentless passing of time. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> tick, tick, maybe label it Joe's cry for help slash Jack has a cold. <laughs> That's as bad as it gets. <laughs> riveting. Absolutely riveting. Uh, I, I'm kind of in a contemplative mood. Um, 
Just, you know, it's, 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 uh, I hate, oh, you know what? This is a good topic for the podcast. I hate the term, and I always have since I was a kid. Honest to God, I've hated the term and the popular, uh, the, the, like, uh, cartoonish perception of the quote unquote midlife crisis. I've always hated that. And again, since I, I was a weird little kid. <laughs> I was going to say, you were thinking about this when you were 10 and 11? Well, I don't know when I Men's was. Midlife was... crises are stupid, <laughs> said the six-year-old <laughs> Joe. They're, they're to yeah. be mocked. Some yeah. stupid guy with a red car. Stupid, stupid guy with your red car. Stupid person with your affair or whatever. You know, it's. I, I, I think people ought to constantly figure out where they are in life and what their priorities are and... And and don't get stuck in a job just because you're stuck in it. Don't do what you've always done just because you've always done it. I don't care if you're 30. So anyway, I've just and and I totally get, um, you know, you get to a certain point in life and you think, okay, you know, I have, as Barack Obama put it, and I'm sure he got it from somebody else, but I have more yesterdays than tomorrows. And it's like, um, so let's think about the time. Let's think about how we're spending our time and what our priorities are and that sort of thing. And, and so, I don't know. It's, I mean, kind of a contemplative mood, mood. Um, birthdays I'm, will do that. I'm thinking of, uh, you know, I, I ought to have like a birthday resolution as and we, I have two. As we've talked about many be- times before at what, at, at which birthday do you no longer look forward to birthdays? And I think it happens Pretty early on, might be twenty one for some people. I think I don't think I've looked forward to any birthday after twenty five. Hmm. Every one was I don't want to be older. You up really and, wanted to rent a car, did you? Up until that <laughs> point, I hadn't really thought about right. it. And when I turned twenty five and thought I'm closer to thirty than twenty, from that point on, I've never wanted another birthday. Yeah, it's funny. I, yeah. <clears throat> well, the spacing I out. Can't of, disagree. But when you're young, you know, every, you're so excited to be a year older. Yeah. That drops off very quickly. Oh, yeah. There's it's because there's a a real sprint of milestone birthdays that happen within about five years of each other, right? 15 and a half, you get your learner's permit. 16, you get your driver's license. 18, you can vote buy cigarettes and pornography. Hey. 21, you can get alcohol. 25, you get the rental car the thing. Old and smoking then, jerk. And then the next one is what? 65, I get discounts at Denny's? Like, I There's a big gap of kind of milestone birthdays. How old do you have to be to be eligible for AARP? Of course, they're liberals. That's 50. Yeah, well, I got the Noah's Bagels discount. The guy thought I was over 50. Hey, there's something. Over 50? <laughs> over 50, you get the Noah's Bagels discount. Or 55, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to come up with what my uh, my resolution is exactly, but it's still uh, floating out. Well, I have two. Number one, i got to lose some weight because I'm fat as a hog. Mm. Um, and and then, uh, number, the first, the second one has to do with uh, priorities or life or something. Something is kind of vague. But right. I don't know. It's all coming again, together. I, it's uh, something yeah. to do with uh, not, uh, yeah. Not, you better uh, than I was yesterday, but not as good as I will be tomorrow. Right? Not lying on my deathbed saying, what the F was I doing? Why did I spend my time doing that? I would prefer not to do that. But you got to spend it doing something else. Right. What's that something else going to be? Right. That's the question. I don't know. I don't know. I always think of uh, elaborate pranks. <laughs> I always think of Larry David, the guy from uh, well, the Larry David show. He was great in the Larry David show. Larry David, you know what? Um, that was a brilliant example of casting right there. I think it was on sixty Minutes where they said, "What do you want it to say on your tombstone?" And he said, "Is that a thing? Do you have to have something on your tombstone?" Yeah. He said, uh, "How about he watched a lot of TV." 
<laughs> Which I think is hilarious. Oh, 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 oh. it's funny because it's so sad. <laughs> and he seemed perfectly fine with it, though. Right. Is that is there is that is it okay if you think you know I watch a lot of TV? I got to sit on I got to sit on my couch and watch a lot of TV. Most people throughout history have not had the opportunity to do that. They've had to work their whole lives. Yeah, I got to watch a lot of sports. Yeah, all right. That's all right. not what I want to do with my life, but maybe that's okay. Round the room. What's it going to say on your tombstone? Or what would you like it to say? Anybody? Anybody uh, like to step up? Marshall, you've been thinking about this? You're very wise. works. Something like sequel that. Sequel in the yeah. Wow. Is yeah. that like a Buddhist thing? Or I don't what? know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Revamps are the big thing in Hollywood right. nowadays. Maybe they need a, you know, a recasting of a live action positive Sean. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I don't know. A splendiferous life well lived. Mm. He enjoyed mm. recycling. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow. I think, I think mine would say, he didn't mean to be a dick. <laughs> Am I allowed to have a serious one? Made, sure. Made uh, his kids his highest priority. There you so go. That's what I'd want. That's nice. Kids. That's nice. My kids have fled as far as they can get. Mine seems much more selfish in comparison. <laughs> well, Hanson, I want to go again. Rare appearance by executive <laughs> right. producer Hanson running the uh, the machinery of the business behind the scenes. Any thoughts on that, brah? <laughs> too heavy, too much. You're raising I'd little kids, to, so no, I know. I, I I like Jacks a lot. You're I mean, you're up to I, your nose in life right now. You can't true. be contemplating the grave. I, I have no time to think about anything other yeah. than yeah. No kidding. What? Yeah, you know the life. I do. Yeah. See, so both so, so so yeah. So since Hanson and I are both in the situation where we are up to our eyeballs in life every single day, raising children, there's just no time for any of this crap. But right. I can certainly imagine how when my kids are gone. Having dedicated every moment to them for however many decades, there's plenty of time to think, okay, now what? Now I'll be very old because I had kids l- late in life. My kids will be changing my diapers and wheeling me around. That's well, I could stuff. I could go back to my youth when I turn 18 and I could just smoke and masturbate a lot, as Positive Sean pointed out. You're, since I can buy cigarettes you, and porn. You can buy, pornography. buy porn. You can buy, <laughs> who, who would buy porn? <laughs> I don't know. You can buy whatever that means, pornography at 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get your, your dirty magazine. You can yeah, go to the a, strip clubs. That was a huge... Oh, my God. That was what? a big year for me. Are you kidding? They're just there without... Oh, my... Well, let's <laughs> let's go again. Yeah. Yeah. And they, then you do that for about a week, and you realize, that's ah, just sad. Yeah, it's maybe yeah, sad. Just sad. Oh, really. um, yeah. Do they sell pornography anymore? Does that still exist? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I... This is great. I can. Here's my cover. I read a fascinating piece in the New York Times over the weekend about pornography, about the evolving (laughs) world of pornography, Jack. (laughs) And boy, it was a real eye opener. It's all about the subscription or like pay-per-view tipping real gal on a webcam or because oh, you're talking about the, the like, cam girls yeah, yeah the cam yeah. girls super tawdry but there's like a subcategory of that that they're talking about it's an extension of like instagram and stuff like that where it's it's much more relationship talking with a little sexy Ooh, time speaking of sad so it's like the strip club with an extra dose of their pretending they're friends with you. Yes, yeah, and yeah. these gals, there was one gal who they, they uh, profiled who was making 35 k a month talking to lonely fellers oh, and occasionally God. giving them a little glimpse of this or that and... And the other, you'll you'll have paywalled Instagram accounts now, right? Where if if, if somebody is a is a mattress actress and wants to, you know, hey, here's my work account, and right. you know, Venmo me twenty bucks a month, and you can see all the behind the scenes shots or you know mm. th- things along those and lines. This too. This, uh, this one woman they were talking to, um, 
who who freely confessed to her like daddy issues and attention needs and stuff like that. So you know, it was, at least it was a good profile. But there are zillions of dollars being made there, whereas just fornicating in front of a video camera, nobody's making any money at that anymore. And and girls and guys who get into it are told you got to become a prostitute if you want to make any money, an escort. So yeah, it's uh, wow. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? If you're a lonely guy and there's some woman to pretend to be your you never actually meet her girlfriend. Or listen, she might not be completely soulless. She might think, you know, it's it's sad, and he seems like a nice dude. So she spends some time and tries to make you feel better about your life. Right, but it's, it's not it's a not, real relationship. No, no, it is not. Hmm. Well, no, like many things online and internet-based, it is a simulacrum of real-life experiences. You, you, you trigger a lot I of the I don't know sing- what the word simulacrum means. Um, it's got <laughs> simul in there, so I bet it's like similar. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a faux version of these things. It, 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 it satisfies you just on the very basic surface uh, level of yep. these things. It's like right. Facebook friends. Yeah, but you're not actually fulfilling the human needs that... That these needs are, are pulling you towards. No, but it gets me by so that it doesn't draw me out of my house to make real friends exactly. or to get a real girlfriend. Exactly. I've, I've, I've satisfied that urge enough. That's, that's yeah. Oh, boy, that's that's rough. That's where we're headed as a society, I think. Yeah. We used to have psychics on the air because that was kind of a fun radio gag, right? <laughs> right? We'll have a psychic on and people call in and she'll tell them. But we'd get calls from sad old people. You know, uh, my husband died. Does he still think of me or whatever? Oh, and man. the psychic would pretend that she's having. And, and we just we started to feel guilty about it. It was just it was taking advantage of tortured people. Although we did talk to a couple off the air mostly, but they talked about they, they would get a lot of, you know, I'm really unhappy with my boyfriend. And what do you see in our future? And the psychic could be tell me a little more about your boyfriend. And she'd listen, and then just give advice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see in the future, you know, that's not going to get any better. Leave him while there's still time. You know, and it was just be advice. But so these masquerading is, you know, the psychic powers. But so these porn stars are kind of like the psychic thing with with they'll dress naked with boobs. Yeah, so you yeah. get to see their with nipple boobs. occasionally. Yeah. Well, it's right. another nipple Tuesday. You know, here, have a look. Well, this wasn't funny, but I, I guess this is it. <laughs> When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.